Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. Great to be with you. Hope you're having a great week or the week's off to a great start. I'm here with Wes Segris, who uh, pastor, executive pastor of operations. <laughs> Whatever you I know, exactly. Me, I feel the same. You say usually Wes when I show up. I know. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, my title went up on the board the other day, and it was so scary long. It made me feel responsible, like I'm not getting something done. <laughs> well, you have oh. lots of other letters behind your name, Jim, uh, which well, I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> me too. Trust me and pay for it. But all that to say, um, it's good to be with Wes. Yeah, um, good to uh, be with you, Jim. Just to remind you, we were in our God is series, which I think um, I'm hearing from many people in the congregation how much they're enjoying it. And I think it has to do with the personal stories that are linked to it. Just a reminder that we felt coming out of um, the Gospels last year where we just looked at the life of Jesus. And then with what we had happen at the end of last year where the presence of the Lord just um, just was among us. And yeah. so we thought, what do you do next, man? We, we sat, we decided, let's just sit with the character of God in our midst. Mm-hmm. And, and this God Is series was thought up where we uh, we also noticed that God is oftentimes in the scriptures named by what he's done That's in right. people's lives, right? With And then we had people like Hagar saying, God is the God who sees me. And then uh, the wonderful stuff you did. Mm-hmm. So we uh, I just like to always recap. We had Kevin sitting and saying, God is provider. We had Dan saying, the God who sees me. We had Matt saying, the Father. God who is good father. And mm-hmm. then you with... Um, just love it, God as healer, and you particularly focused in on emotional mm-hmm. healing. Yeah, I did. You told us a wonderful story. Thanks so much for um, mm-hmm. opening up on that. Yeah, yeah thank you, Jim. It was a, it's a joy, obviously, to be a part of what God's doing here in this community, and even hearing stories of people uh, referencing attributes that we even haven't talked about yet, sure. right? And so it's just cool to see the, the Spirit. Yeah. Sharing that within our church community, and, and we it's have, fun. We have we have more coming up. We're going to be doing this all the way through March and into April. Matter of fact, we've decided not to even set an end on this one. It's, yeah, that's right. I hope that doesn't uh, unsettle anyone. We 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 know that as long as the Lord continues to yep. lead us in these moments, we're going to continue to talk about it. But today, we're going to talk about the journey of emotional healing and particularly mm-hmm. hurt coming from people that, in a sense, you trust. Yeah. Um, yours had to do with yeah. a church community that you thought that you had reached a level of intimacy with and track record with that you could do yeah. some hard stuff in that community to begin to address some stuff. Yeah. And it just didn't it didn't it didn't go that way, right? No, but it didn't I, go that way. I also reminded, like when I was hearing you <laughs> yeah. speak, it wasn't just about a church community, it's when yeah. an intimate community yeah. that you thought you trust. Right. Some people could be sitting and thinking their families, yeah. like I thought our yeah, family reached the point exactly where we were right, ready Jim. to address something historically. Matter of fact, there's a family in our community mm-hmm. that called together all the brothers and sisters to address a historical thing because they felt that mm-hmm. they were ready to do that. And it was a rough ride yeah. when they started to do it um, <laughs> recently. And so, yeah, I just want to say that there is no doubt that one of the things that I wanted to make sure we spent some time on is when those that you think you are trusting most deeply yeah. wound us, right? Yeah. And that's a big deal. It is, Jim. And, you know, I through my own journey and then journeying with many others, I realized how much trust is a gift. When you give the gift of trust to somebody and then it doesn't, you know, it's either shattered or it's taken or you feel like it's destroyed or not honored, um, it comes back to you. 
And now you have another option. Sometime in your future, what am I going to do with that gift of trust again? Am I going to trust this, you know, person? Am I going to trust this community? Am I? And so there's these safeguards that get built around us. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a counselor or therapist, but there's so many mechanisms and coping things that we do to kind of be begin then to pull back from community or pull back from individuals or pull back from things. And we kind of self-isolate around that. And, you know, while I recognize that's a safety mechanism, I, I recognize even my own journey, it's not healthy. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it takes us to unhealthy places. Um, so I'm just thankful uh, for a believing community, for faith community. I'm grateful for good counselors and spiritual directors and, right. and people that can just listen and be a friend. That's right. Because um, that's so important in our and healing journey. I want to you use the word journey twice there in that, in that, in that section. And that's the word I want to mm. uh, move in on because I, I'm pretty convinced, and we think we know this from the clinical field as well, that when you've been hurt by someone that you trusted more deeply. And it's it's one thing to be hurt by someone at work that you barely know. Right. And they right. might just be taken. Low relationship. Exactly. Right. Low relationship yep. level. It's mm -hmm. quite different when you have yeah. established relationship, yep. much less potentially even intimate meaning. Yeah. You've committed to certain aspects of the relationship. Um, and then it happens. And I want to talk about that. That healing from that mm -hmm. is a journey. In other words, yes. they've shown that yes. like the body keeps the score. Years later, you might have even done forgiveness work or you right. might have even done some what's called rupture and repair work. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like strange. <laughs> even the time of year that it happened, yeah. you will notice yeah. a temptation toward yeah. sadness or yeah. feeling misunderstood elsewhere yeah. again. Yeah. Um, that it it is a long journey yeah. when you have been hurt by someone who you trust it yeah. deeply or something right. like that. It's, exactly it's just right. it's just part of it. So I do want to say how much I appreciated your, one of your opening points in your message was, you know, this is a journey. This is not just a climactic breakthrough yep. moment. You may get a climactic breakthrough, yep. but you, you will have to walk in it yep. for a very long time afterwards. Yep. And so I have to ask you, like, do you still feel some of that too, where you get tempted to, uh, regress not so much regress but sure. but you're tempted by mm -hmm. some of the very things that you were hurt in before. yeah i think i you know the further you get from the event and from the pain as you process it i think the, the less that that happens um so where i am today i don't know that i would experience that as much as i would have you know like two three four five years kind of out from that so you're right the body does keep the score mm -hmm. um in many ways but i also you know one of the other things i I said this weekend is uh, our emotions and this this emotional pain and stuff that we carry. And I realized, man, people are carrying some deep stuff, hurts from family and just broken relationships and strange stuff. I mean, it's yeah, my heart goes out mm -hmm. to those. And 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 obviously, I touched on church pain um, because mm -hmm. while we'd wish that was never happening, right? Mm -hmm. We all acknowledge that that's that does okay. it really does. And because people. Are involved, right? right. <laughs> um, but one of the things, as I said this weekend, is either you know our pain will either be a prison, a jail that will imprison us and like keep us to ourselves, or it can be a school that empowers us. Right. And for me, learning uh, that that pain can be a school was helpful. Just the other day, I was chatting with my son. He's a junior in college, and he's like. I'm tired of school. He's been in school all of his life, right? So you're at this place of like, hey, I've been in the classroom. I'm ready for a new beginning. I'm ready for something new and different. 
it might feel like jail to him. It's not, obviously, but he recognizes his season of life and and there's a new beginning coming. And I just I just wanted to impart that hope this weekend, that um, journey, process, working through it, learning, growing, forgiving. I mean, all of that is a yeah, it's not just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there are triggers along the way where you think like, oh, I've forgiven Jim. And then Jim said something <laughs> and he, you know, oh, I'm making this up, by the way. <laughs> um, but those kind of we'll things are triggered. Right. But the triggers that happen, like you don't plan for it, right? And and so, but being self-aware, um, again, we've talked about different times knowing your EQ versus your IQ, right? Mm-hmm. Your emotional intelligence is just so helpful because God does a deep work in us because he loves us. That's right. And not because he's mad or not because he's angry. And we do stupid stuff sometimes. I mean, we say things or act certain ways that, you know, we need to take responsibility for. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, there are learning opportunities, mm-hmm. I think, in in the school of hard knocks, as it, we it, often it refer is. to. Yeah, and, that, and, you know, we're constantly in it being perfected. You know, partly maybe, the, maybe I'll be more clear about my question, not that you didn't address it, but um, so I had a I had a very surprise and traumatic emotional mm. pain carried out on me in January mm. many years ago, seven, eight years ago. And I have to tell you, I find mm. that whenever January rolls around, I will notice that I start to worry about whether people who are close to me are not telling me what they really think. Yeah. And it hits yeah. me around January. Yeah. So it's an actual temptation. Getting back sure. to this, the emotional body keeps the score, yeah, emotional intelligence. I, and I even confess it to Rachel this year because I had this one relationship where I was like, I wonder, if, and I just started to ask, like, I wonder if they get me, or I wonder mm-hmm. if I'm being misunderstood. Or something. And I had to say to Rachel, oh my goodness, it you is a time yeah. of year where I am tempted. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean I don't have victory to draw on yeah. in Jesus, which I do. Right. And I'm able to, but another piece of uh, right. thing you shared was tell somebody. Yeah. So I remember in January this year when this little thing was triggering in me, I was the first thing I did was I went to my wife Rachel and I said, Rachel, this thing, it's just so funny how it comes up annually because of this trauma yeah. that happened eight <laughs> years ago, right? And um, and so that's another thing I really want to appreciate in what you said was people draw back rather than do the yeah. thing of, you know, when James says confess your sins to one another, it's more than just sins there. It's like confess the temptations that's toward right. even an emotional posture toward yeah. someone. Confess it, get it out, and you'll be you can be healed. Right, it's huge. And again, that is not natural. It doesn't feel like you're in that protective mode. And so, uh, you know, I felt like the way Chris even ended the service on Sunday was significant too. Where he said, "Hey, you may be at a place where you've just like I don't even want to go back there. Right? Right. It's just too painful. Or like I don't want to face it." And and I understand that. That's right. And yet, um, or is it safe enough to go back to it? Right. They're going to get worse. Right. If I revisit exactly. it. Exactly. Right. So you reach this point of status quo. By the way, it was a word of knowledge. It came at Saturday. Right. Excuse me, Sunday, Sunday. at eight thirty. And I even went up to Chris. I felt the word was so meaningful that I went up to him between service and Chris. That word is for the whole morning. Yeah. Delivered again at ten thirty because I just felt there was yeah. something on it, and um and the word had to do with the fact that, um. That we we we're satisfied with the level of breakthrough or healing we've had around something, but the Lord yeah. knows that there's more there. But we oftentimes can get nervous yeah. about going back and reopening because we don't know if we'll be stewarded well through it or if I we'll think get the devil wants to, to keep us from doing it. that, right? I, I mean, so. there's from a full healing, yeah, right? From a full healing, what I would call right. us 
uh, a maintenance yeah. healing yeah. just to get through it, right? Yeah. Um, but all that to say, there I, we believe there was a grace there, and I do believe some people responded. I was able to see some of the yeah. feedback we received from yeah. the prayer ministry teams, and, and the Lord was obviously ministering to that. So I do want to pause there for a second and ask feedback that you got, particularly in this God is series, mm -hmm. because the messages are coming out of such personal places for the various <laughs> front of house people. Um, I, I want to pay attention to the feedback because, in other yeah. words, personal messages, personal stories are connecting with people in a certain level. Yeah. Um, what were you hearing back yeah. from people? What yeah. kind of feedback? Well, it's, uh, you know, what's still fresh, obviously, um, within the last number of hours um, coming off the weekend. So I'm still getting emails or text messages or, um, you know, folks reaching out, phone messages, that sort of thing. Primarily, and even after the service, there was a good bit of feedback. So those that are just walking through stuff in a relationship with spouse or a relationship with kids to, obviously, I touched on church pain, so that hit a mark for a number that could just relate, not I maybe in, a, in my, and again, everybody's circumstances is different, but hurt by the church, you know, hurt by a pastor or hurt by a, a leadership team or hurt by a friend in the church or, I mean, just... Yeah, that I, so I've heard stories of that and just encouragement and hope for redemption and for God to redeem, you know, what was stolen mm -hmm. or what do I do for, as a next step? So questions around that. So I was delighted to hear a response of people actually willing to sit with pain, That's right. right, rather than ignore it. Mm -hmm. You know, if if my knee is giving me pain, I I'd, I'd prefer ignoring it because right. I don't I don't want to go to the doctor. Right. Right? Right. But in the long run, if it continues to persist, the body is telling me something, mm -hmm. and I need to do something about it. And so, um, it's the same way I think in our emotional uh, pain. Um, you know, back to the body keeps the score in a sense. And you know, for me, while I don't know that I could put to a specific date or a time. It was, it was a, you know, the time I made that judgment call mm -hmm. and things kind of unraveled, I, I stayed in that position for almost a year and a half. Oh. Oh. So, so I was attempting to end the best I could in the term that I had agreed to as a pastor in mm -hmm. that congregation and tried to end well and still pastor well. But that was hard. Yeah, man, dude. I'm not sure if I would do that again, yeah. but nonetheless, I felt like that's what God was right. asking the Lord, me to. And you and I both know. And he gave know. a grace for it, yeah. but then after. God doesn't waste pain. Right, exactly. Right? He, exactly. Even you right. putting yourself in for that extra level of yeah. potential toxicity or right. difficulty over a year and a half. Right. You might not have done it the same way, but the Lord doesn't waste pain. He doesn't. Right? He Especially doesn't. Especially when you're doing it for the good of And God. you know, Jim, uh, I don't know all the pieces and everybody's story and everybody, but the little pieces I do know, I also see the, how God has used, because it wounded others too, mm -hmm. right? And so I, I see some redemptive stories there, and I see some of the seeds of just what God, I believe, desires to bring mm -hmm. forth in fruitfulness despite that's right. The pain. That's right. Um, yeah. And yeah. I want to say this too. Wes used a phrase that uh, we believe the Lord spoke over our church several years ago that it comes from the wonderful teachings of Jesus where he says, even a mustard seed, um, even yeah. though it's the smallest of all garden seeds, when it's planted, it grows into the, one of the largest of all garden plants and many birds will rest in its branches. And you yep. put that phrase in uh, the two times I heard you speak this weekend. And that phrase yeah. is the idea yeah. that we hope that Effort of Community Church, because it's 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 a large enough place to 
in a sense, yeah. stay hidden for a little bit to not yeah. actually get pulled hey, into. I, I was here hiding. Yeah. I mean, I was one. I just, I want to, you know, some people, you know, <laughs> yeah. some people can take shots at larger churches. One of the things right. that a larger church yeah. can do is it gives yeah. a place for healing for where you're not getting pulled yeah. into automatically have to volunteer here, right. serve there, et cetera. Right. You can actually step back and say, man, I need some time yeah. on this. You're you're and one of those people. Yeah, you rested in the branch. I did. I did. And, you know, we, we visited a few other churches prior to coming to ECC here and they were smaller churches and they're like, hey, oh, good. Hey, can you serve in youth ministry or do? Uh, so it didn't take long for people to recognize gifts or skills or availability. Yeah. And then we were like free game, if you will, to be used. Yeah, and and no one was doing work. anything and on purpose. Wrong, but right? right? Yes. But it was a smaller congregations or whatever. But here at ECC, I was able to like, if if I wasn't here on a Sunday, that's right. Not not everybody missed me, that's you right. know, the same. And and in that season, it was helpful. However, in the big picture, I know that somebody got to know me, and I got to know exactly. some others, right. right? And so that's that's the that's the value of community. But there was a season where it it felt good. My family was here. We were here together. We were working in a journey of healing together. We were at different spots and places in that. They seemed to be ahead of me. <laughs> I was behind in that uh, journey, so it felt. However, um, it was a place where I could rest. Yeah. And that's a key because um, you need to find places where you can rest. Yeah, and I, I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm proud of this community. And uh, in this next phrase, I want to make sure that I don't hold up what I would call uh pulpit ministry or congregational ministry is the highest of all ministry forms. Right. Trust me, we believe in all the seven yeah, spheres of society and ministry callings into all of them. But I will say this, for those who feel called to minister to God's church, to God's people, um, it's a it's a difficult and challenging place, right? And sometimes you do need times of healing. And so I do want to, I want to encourage you, we have more pastors or let's yeah. just say pastors that are taking a break from being yep. congregational ministers in our community than you could yeah. ever imagine. That's right. Uh, and they're resting here. They're That's finding right. peace here. That's right. Um, I, I I wish I could tell you all the stories of several that have been restored yep. to full-time oh, active ministry of which you would be a uh, testament. Yeah. Um, and uh, all that to say that I am just really blessed to be a part of a community that's created yeah. space for people to come and to be able to sit, reflect, heal, regroup, recalibrate, re-understand their calling in these days. And they don't need to stay here. Like no. our heart is like we are deliberate to be a part of right. you know, that journey. In fact, Teresa and I are leading a connect group around that over the last year. I've just seen a number of leaders just in a process of transition right. and just, just seeing God at work in the midst of that. So yeah, it's a, it's a blessing to see and ECC is a place for that. That's and right. so I, again, my appeal this weekend and, and to even those that are tuning into this podcast is, uh, you know, everybody has their story and everybody is on a journey. And we, it's our heart. ECC is not a perfect church. We're a pretty good church. We're above average. We're above average. Just you love, I love how you say that. Um, but but a place where it is safe, yeah. you know, a place where it's like, man, we're authentic. Like, right. we're, it's like this wood. Like, it's not perfect. Like, it's, you know, reclaimed fence posts, you know. And that's what I am. I'm reclaimed, right? And God's redeemed. He's reclaimed. He's, he's done a new work. Yeah. And I'm just thankful for it. You're reused. Reused. That's right. And we uh, we appreciate you as part but of But not the retired. Uh, believe me. Hey, Wes was one of the first people when I started um, being brought in as just a couple hour a week consultant almost eight years ago now. Wes was the first guy I got to spend time with. I have to tell you, I appreciate Wes and uh, I'm on this team partly because Wes is here. Uh, I just know oh, when I see him. I mean it. Yeah, I think I've if I have not expressed that lately, just let me reiterate it that I've been around long enough to know that individual talent um, 
um, is needed, and I don't have it. <laughs> is, 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 is one thing, but it's quite another when experience uh, team and team team and yeah. everyone understands who they are. I always say this: right people on the bus and the right seats mm -hmm. on the bus is an incredibly powerful thing. And I appreciate you and who you are, Wes. Well, oh, thanks, Jim, and your journey. Likewise. So. Uh, hey, um, we have a lot coming up in the future, in the next mm -hmm. few weeks here. We just want to encourage you. Hey, no matter how many years you've been with us, there has been a real major redo yeah. of our Connections Pathway. It meets the third Saturday of every single month. Breakfast is served. If you've done Connections Pathway in the past, I can't encourage you enough. Consider doing it again. Um, matter of fact, Matt Swords, I was talking to earlier today, ran into a server who's been uh, one of our greeter teams has been with us for about 18 months. They just love the husband and wife, love being greeters. Awesome. And he just asked them like, hey, I've, I haven't missed a Connections Pathway in 18 months. I don't remember seeing you. And they just said like, we're, they sheepishly admitted, we're not even sure what that thing is. So you're going to catch me talking about Connections Pathway a lot in the next couple of months. It is great. It right. is a great step. Oh, man. Uh, it the, is. It, it's really something special. Yeah. So we encourage you, if you've not taken part in Connections Pathway, would you do yeah. it? I promise you, if it is not a good time, I'm going to give you a Connections <laughs> Cafe gift card to make up for it. <laughs> there you, so you just come to me and tell me if it was not a good time. Uh, and so we deeply appreciate that. Also, on top of that, we have a marriage conference coming up in April. We're not sure if it's maybe um, for you. Maybe you want to think about your children. Maybe you want to think about friends. It's going to be um, um, the phrase. It's a Friday. Desmond, Desmond, Desmond and Sandy. And Sandy will be running it. Yeah. Just dear friends of this community. And we know their style, their humor, their approach. Man, it could be even for unbelieving neighbors um, yeah. who um, you are uh, interested in ministering to in this area. And it's not for hurting marriages. This is for all marriages. Oh, no, I'm like, signing up. Building up. That's exactly, right. I'm signing up. Rachel and I are exactly. in, in Goldstone <laughs> at this moment, and I'm like, Build that's your marriage. Make sure this is flattened. a great opportunity. Friday night and a Saturday morning, I believe. That's right. You know, and so, so we, we can't encourage you enough. You look, yeah. Check out our website, and you'll find uh, information there. And we deeply appreciate you. We hope you have a great week. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.